The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sports book app, and our first Monday of the NFL season where we get to break down each and every game. 30 minutes or less. I'll tell you all you need to know about every game that took place yesterday in the National Football League. It's a new week, which means we'll have a new Spread the Word winner, a new YouTube shout-out winner, which is an easy contest, youtube.com slash NFL. And I'm giving away another Madden this week, and it couldn't be easier. Just buy a shirt or shorts or both. From 10,000.cc, use the code Ross Tucker for 15% off. If you want the Madden this week, that's how you do it. Let me just tell you, I definitely look better in those shirts and shorts than I do in other stuff. I'm buying more myself because I've been looking in the mirror and not to be overly vain, but they make me look better than I really am. They do. 10,000.cc. They don't even tell you that, but it's true. 10,000.cc. Code Ross Tucker. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Hey, Ross. Week one in the books, and how awesome was it to have a full slate of Sunday NFL games and everything that's been going on in this world for the past year or two years, even see a full Stadium full of, of people in all these games. What what an escape. What an amazing day yesterday. Yeah, good point, Bri. That was actually one of my big takeaways. I should mention, by the way, that today's patron shout-out, James Hines. Love James Hines. And uh, remember, you can get the press box food grades, the power rankings, my Friday picks, and all of our even money bets. If you're a patron, patreon.com slash RT media. But yeah, I would say I had three major takeaways, Brian. Number one is even though things aren't quote unquote normal, and I don't know when they will be, it looked normal. It looked good. 
it looked, it just felt nice to see big crowds, people outside, enjoying games, loud crowds, really both college and NFL, but it was awesome. It, it was awesome to see people really be able to get into it. It's so much more fun as a player. You have so much more energy when there's a big crowd like that. It just, there's something about that human connectivity or whatever. That's number one. Number two is, I guess I'm a little bit surprised that the away teams did as well as they did. I thought first time in a couple years in front of a big home crowd like that, I thought that would really hurt some of these away teams. Now, there were some false starts. There were some penalties. But I thought it would be even more of a detriment than it really was. It wasn't. I mean, a lot of road teams won. A lot of underdogs won on the road. So the home field advantage, even though it was awesome to see, was not that big a deal. And then I would say the last one, and I put this on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, is just coaches are way more aggressive, Brian. They are way more aggressive. Whether it's going forward on fourth down, two-point conversions, going for it rather than punting or kicking field goals, some of the play calling, coaches are way, way more aggressive than they used to be. I think some of it's the young coaches. I think some of it, they're just realizing it is a better way to go about things. A much better way to go about things. I think they could still be even more aggressive than they are if they really understand the numbers. I also think a much better way to go about it in terms of your audio, Raycon wireless earbuds. So like a lot of times, Brian, I will during the first half of the first games, I'll be watching the Eagles game and the red zone and I'll have earbuds in, my Raycon earbuds in, listening to one or the other, and then I'll have the TV on the other one so I can hear the audio of both and can watch both. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever, ever. Plus, you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. Pure mode, balance mode, bass mode. And here's what I like. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. Right now, you guys can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tucks Takes. Let's start with the first place AFC South Houston Texans. They spoil Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence's Jaguar debut with a 37-21 win. 
Yep, not many people expected that, but I kind of called that one. I just don't think Jacksonville is very good, especially their defense. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence was up and down. He did have a couple sweet throws, a good touchdown throw to DJ Chark, but he also had three picks. And Tyrod Taylor uh, played extremely well. The Texans have a lot of veterans, man. The, The Texans have too many veterans to be terrible, terrible. And so kudos to David Culley, their head coach, and really all those guys for getting that win. That I'm sure that meant a lot to them, given how everybody was talking about them. Tux takes. Washington football team lost 20-16 to against the Chargers. They may have lost Ryan Fitzpatrick for a while due to a hip injury. Obviously, we're going to know more about that later today. Congratulations, though, to Brandon Staley on his debut win as Chargers head coach. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick has a hip subluxation, which is, I guess, like a dislocated hip. Doesn't sound very good. Uh, Dr. Chow said not as bad as Tua, but certainly sounds like he'll be out a while. So unfortunate. Uh, Really disappointing. I'm sad for him because I thought this was a great opportunity for him. But it's part of the sport. You know, Washington still would have won, but Antonio Gibson had a critical, critical fumble backed up inside his 10 late in the game. The Chargers took advantage of it, and I could hardly be more impressed by Justin Herbert and some of the clutch throws that he made down the stretch in the fourth quarter. He made big-time throw after big-time throw on third down to Mike Williams, to Keenan Allen. I mean, he is the real deal. Not that we didn't already know that, but he is. Tux takes. Russell Wilson's four touchdown passes in the first half helped the Seahawks beat the Colts 28-16. to Yeah, and right before the game, the Colts gave a new contract to Naeem Hines. So, Naeem got a contract extension. Carson Wentz looked healthy with his foot. He looked like he could move around well. But he still holds the ball too long sometimes. He still sets himself up to take some vicious shots that he can't take. I thought overall he played fine. He played better than he did last year. Um, But... The O-line did not play great for the Colts. It's kind of hard to tell on the red zone how much of it was the O-line issues and how much of it was Wentz holding the ball. But there were certainly some good signs from the Seahawks' D-line. And Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, just totally in sync and looking great, especially in the first half when Seattle was able to build up that big lead. Tucks takes. Sam Darnold beat his former team, Panthers, over the Jets, 19-14. to So, Makai Becton got hurt early in the game. That's never good. Sounds like an MCL sprain, which could be a big difference between being out one game or five games. 
It took a while, but Zach Wilson started to heat up later in the game, which is a really good sign for the Jets. Started to make some plays, move around. For the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey's back. 30 touches. They wasted no time getting him back involved. It was a slow start for Darnold, but eventually he caught up. And uh, and he had a couple of nice plays to Robbie Anderson. The defense for the Panthers played very well. Shaq Thompson, number seven, seemed like he was everywhere. They had six sacks on defense. And so uh, a nice, solid win for the Panthers to start the year. Tucks takes. Bengals defeated the Vikings 27-24 in overtime, and it marked the first regular season game in NFL history with a game-tying score with no time remaining in regulation and a game-winning score with no time remaining in overtime. Well, at least it wasn't a tie. I can't stand ties. So I was happy about that. Very happy about that. You know, it's a huge win for the Bengals and Zach Taylor and an equally bad loss for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook had that killer fumble in overtime that led to the Bengals' game-winning field goal. Looked like the Vikings were going to win, or at worst, tie. And that fumble changed everything. Joe Mixon had a huge day, which is a good sign for the Bengals. Jamar Chase, after a rough preseason, looked much better. Had a long touchdown reception. I thought Joe Burrow looked pretty darn good in his first game back from the torn ACL. For the Vikings, man, they just started way, way too slow offensively. They were down 21-7. It just took them forever to get going. And unfortunately for them, it ended up being too little too late. Tuck Stakes. Five touchdown passes from Kyler Murray and five sacks for Chandler Jones. The Cardinals all over the Titans, 38-13. to 13. Well, and here's the deal, Bri. Most of the time, I will probably give this award to a quarterback who plays great, maybe even a skill guy. But if you watched Chandler Jones yesterday, he was in the zone. I mean, he was in he was as much as you can be in the zone rushing the passer. Chandler Jones was in the zone. And as a result, he is my auto zone in the zone player of the week. I mean, Bright, <clears throat> whether he was on the right side rushing against Taylor Lewan, who got so embarrassed that he posted on Twitter after the game, hey, I got my butt kicked by Chandler Jones. Thank you, Chandler, for exposing me. I need to get better. Because Chandler Jones made Lawan look bad in a lot of different ways. Play action passes, straight drop back, and then the right side. The right tackle for the Titans is a major issue right now. Major. They're trying to throw different bodies at it. None of those guys are ready to go. And Chandler Jones 
took advantage of all of them. Remember, Chandler Jones, who was absolutely in the zone. I mean, inside moves, outside moves, power, speed to power. Chandler Jones wants a new contract, and I think he's got a pretty darn good chance of getting it based on that performance. He was in the zone, presented by AutoZone. As for the rest of the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, both incredible. I mean, Kyler Murray makes two or three plays a game that it's like nobody else can make. Absolutely incredible. And DeAndre Hopkins, he just, his ability to snare every ball out of the air and still get his feet down in bounds is remarkable. Terrific all-around performance by the Cardinals. That felt like a swing game for the Cardinals and the Titans. Ducks takes. The 49ers up by 20 points at one point in the fourth quarter against the Lions. Well, the Lions came back a little bit. They did hold on to beat Detroit 41-33. Right, so Taylor Decker went on IR before the game with a finger injury. So he's out at least three weeks. So Panay Sewell got to play left tackle. I thought he was pretty solid. I mean, Nick Bosa got him once or twice. But after all that time that Sewell was at right tackle, to switch back to left tackle, I thought that was encouraging that he played that well. DeAndre Swift looked healthy, looked explosive. That was a good sign for the Lions. That was a crazy, crazy comeback for Detroit. I mean, to have the ball down one score to tie it, Just incredible, and it speaks to what Dan Campbell is building there. I thought Jimmy G got off to a great start. I thought Kyle Shanahan's play calling was really good. Getting the ball to Kittle on the bootlegs. Getting the ball to Debo Samuel, who's a stud, even though he had that costly fumble late. The Niners are just kind of running out of running backs. Mostert gets hurt. Sermon wasn't even active for the game. But they ultimately held on. Trey Lance got in the game, Brian. Trey Lance got in the game through a touchdown pass. Unfortunately, a couple corners went down. Jeffrey Okuda might have an Achilles injury. And Jason Verrett looks like he's got a torn ACL again. Just awful for that young man. Ducks takes. Pittsburgh Steelers rallied from being down 10 nothing to beat the Bills 23-16. T.J. Watt, fresh off his new deal, two sacks and a forced fumble. Well, that's what T.J. Watt does. He did what he does, and Cameron Hayward did what he does. Th- those two guys were dominant. Their whole defense, man, Devin Bush was making plays. Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden. They just have a really good defense, which is why I loved the over eight and a half wins for the Steelers. You combine that defense with the block punt for a touchdown, which if you're the Bills, it just can't happen. 
And that's how you get a win. And the Steelers' offense did just enough. Deontay Johnson had an incredible touchdown catch. Steelers still can't run a lick. Najee Davis played every snap. They still couldn't run it. Ultimately, really, the defense looked a lot like last year. Josh Allen and the Bills' offense, just not as good as they needed to be. Throwing the ball down the field, in the red zone, just not good enough. Tuck Stakes. Battle of the Birds goes to the Eagles with a 32-6 thumping over the Falcons. Jalen Hurts, three TD passes in the win. Boy, did they look good, man. I mean, they really, really looked good. They gave Jordan Mailata an extension the day before, and he played like it. He played awesome. He had one false start. Other than that, he was good. Really, the Eagles' offensive line was outstanding other than some penalties, some of which I don't really agree with, but they were awesome. The only real negative for the Eagles, their run defense was concerning, especially early, especially at linebacker, the tackling in the secondary. But they were better in the second half. And even in the first half, it was like, bend but don't break. Hertz still has room to grow with some accuracy, stepping up in the pocket. But overall, very good. Sirianni showed some real aggression as a play caller, going for it on fourth down, going for two. It was awesome. For the Falcons, they're just pretty bad up front on both sides of the ball. And their rookie left guard, Jalen Mayfield, really struggled. I mean, he he got he got embarrassed yesterday. He had a couple welcome to the NFL moments, like I predicted on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Tuck takes. The Chiefs won their fifth straight game against the Cleveland Browns. Mahomes and company come from behind to a 33-29 win. Right. And um Tyron Matthew and Odell Beckham Jr. We're both inactive. I thought the Browns were super impressive, especially early in the game. Their offensive line played extremely well. You know, they were winning 29-20 in the fourth quarter. And then Mahomes made an absolutely ridiculous pass to Tyreek Hill. And then the punter, Jamie Gillen dropped a punt for the Browns and everything kind of went the wrong way then. Right after that, Mahomes throws a touchdown pass to Kelsey and the Chiefs got their first lead. Browns still had a chance, but Baker Mayfield threw an interception late to seal it. I thought Stefanski's was aggressive on fourth down and two-point play calling. Jedrick Willis got hurt. Jedrick Willis got hurt. Ankle out for the game. I also thought it was BS they ejected Ronnie Harrison. Now, what Ronnie Harrison, the Brown safety, did was very stupid to hit a coach like that. But the coach pushed him first. The, the coaches should have nothing to do with touching a player at all. Nothing. <laughs> 
And I think New York missed that one, just like the Browns missed a golden opportunity to get a huge win on the road. Tucks takes. Saints and Packers in Jacksonville. And Ross, if uh, if we if you had asked which t- t- uh, quarterback would have scored five touchdowns in that game, I don't think it would have been Jameis Winston. Saints roll 38-3. to Yeah, they really did. And no, I would not have. You were there, Bri. What was the uh, press box food like? Actually, uh, improved over the last time since I was here about two or three years ago. Um, four o'clock game, so they uh, – well, let me back up. I think the last time I was here, it was a one o'clock game, and they served the breakfast stuff, which I'm not a big fan of. So uh, it was late afternoon. They did a pasta primavera, some uh, rice and black beans, salad, and a little bit of uh, uh, some steak. Uh, but the kicker for me was the soft-serve ice cream machine. Whoa, with, that's new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that was good. I'd give it a solid B plus. Wow, interesting. So at Army on Saturday because I wasn't in a press box yesterday. Uh, they Army kind of does standard um, boar's head sandwiches, which are delicious. Um, I got a boar's head Italian, delicious, love it. I have half before the game, half at halftime. What I don't understand is why they automatically put tomatoes on sandwiches. The condiments come separately. Put the put the tomatoes on separately. I don't need the tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes. So anyway, that bothers me. Also comes with a David's cookie. That's delicious. And Ruffles chips, which are okay. They're low on my list of favorite chips. Just okay. But I'll give him a solid B. Jameis was impressive. Putting his body on the line, running around, did not turn it over uh, much. And the touchdown passes when they needed him. Sean Payton was super aggressive. I said all offseason that the Packers should not have fired Mike Pettin. And they gave up 38 points to Jameis and the Saints yesterday. 38. Dudes were wide open at times. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense, way out of sync. Way out of sync. Tucks takes. Teddy Bridgewater completed 28 of 36 passes for 264 yards in the Broncos. 27 to 13 win over the New York Giants. About as good as I've ever seen Teddy Bridgewater play. I mean, he was so mobile. He was like probably running around, starting, stopping, throwing it. It was like if you need more stopping power from your brakes like Teddy Bridgewater had, go with Duralast Elite Brake Pads, available exclusively at AutoZone. We all know Duralast parts are proven tough, but Duralast Elite is on another level. They're made with advanced technology to deliver reliable stopping power for three times longer than a typical Duralast pad. That's good news, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop and go traffic like Teddy Bridgewater was in, or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car. The future of stopping, 
starts with Duralast Elite brake pads. They're even made with copper-free ceramic. In other words, they're eco-friendly. So you'll get high-end brake performance with low-end environmental impact. Plus, AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide and more ways to shop online and in-store. You'll have no problems picking a set we need of most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads only at AutoZone. As for the rest of the game, I mean, Joe Judge threw a challenge flag on a touchdown. That's a bad look. When you do something like that, everybody knows you can't do. That's a bad look for Judge. Daniel Jones fumbled in a critical situation. Seems like he always does. Vic Fangio was aggressive going for a fourth down. And Teddy was a big difference, a big upgrade over Drew Locke. Tux takes. Dolphins beat the Patriots with a go-ahead touchdown from Tua to Jalen Waddell, the final 17-16. to 16. Tua looked very comfortable. He, he is smooth. I love the touch he puts on the ball. Jalen Waddell looked good. That Alabama connection I thought was very encouraging. Even the one touchdown the Patriots scored was after a garbage roughing the passer on a Landon Roberts where he ran over the up back, was falling down, and Mac Jones was backpedaling. What do you want him to do? Anyway, Mac Jones looked very solid. Um, But Tua had a rough pick late, but the defense saved the day by forcing a fumble. That was really the difference in the game. The Patriots had running backs had a couple of fumbles that were just killer. Tux takes. The Rams beat the Bears three times in the past four years. Last night, they won 34 to 14 in front of a packed house at SoFi on Sunday Night Football. Well, and Matthew Stafford, he was as good as advertised. Matthew Stafford was awesome. Against the still a pretty darn good Bears defense, he was incredible. Uh, I mean, his stats, it was like the ball barely ever touched the ground. And they needed him to be Bry because they did not run it very well at all. Not at all. But they didn't need it because the defense did a good job shutting down Andy Dalton, who Andy Dalton was fine. Andy Dalton was not that bad. Andy Dalton was not the biggest issue for the Bears. He was fine. But Stafford was awesome. Rams win big, like I thought they would, and get off to a good start. Shout-outs, by the way. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. We will do the college draft and even money tomorrow because of Brian's travel schedule, as well as a Power Rankings Tuesday. Should be lots of movement. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. 
A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 